everyone, this is Clarice here from Isaac in Taylor's University. Who am I? Well, I'm the Assistant Project Director for ATU Speakup and I'm your host for today. For today's Speakup podcast, we're talking about STEM and careers. Before we proceed, we have two lovely guests here today, which are Sinjay and Yasha. Guys, feel free to introduce yourself to our lovely audience. Hi guys, I'm Shinji. I currently studying the Bachelor of Pharmacy in Taylor University. I'm 20 years old this year. I love watching horror movie and detective movie. And it's quite different from others, although I afraid not to be scared, but I like the sense that behind the movie, which is the director want to tell the audience. Besides that, during my free time, I also want to have some exercising such as swimming and jogging to unwind my stress that accumulated. Yeah, thank you. Hello everyone. Hello everyone, I'm Yasha and I'll be 20 this December. I'm a first year law student at Taylor's University. I spend my time reading, watching movies and TV shows and also swimming. So nice to meet you all. So yeah, thank you, Sinjay and Yasha for joining us today. Wow, looks like we are all 20 years old in this podcast. Well, first off, since today's topic is regarding STEM, hence I would like to share to audience that STEM, S-T-E-M, is an abbreviation for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So Sinjay, what is STEM to you? For me, STEM is a curriculum based on the idea of educating the students in four specific aspects, which are the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, which you have mentioned previously. But rather than teach the four disciplines as separate and discrete subjects, I think the step integrates them into a cohesive learning paradigm based on real-world obligations. So we need to adapt the change of the world. So that's why the emergence of the STEM. Thank you for that, Shinji. How about you, Yasha? To me, STEM is the future of the world because as we know, the basis of our new era is heavily reliant on technology. So this field of STEM is actually a step in the future and all the students have to rely on STEM skills to prove their worth in the new world. So what I feel is that STEM is present in every aspect of our life, like even outside of our school and our daily education. Every machinery which we use is produced due to the STEM knowledge and education which has passed down. And hence STEM is very important to all students. All right, thank you for that. Clearly STEM is very important both in our development and amelioration of mankind. So just a sidetrack, both of you from government schools, for the SPM? Yes. No. Sorry, Sinjay, how are you? Uh, I'm from independent school. Independent school. Well, so, Yasha, just a quick question for you. What do you think your STEM experience in school like? Like science stream, art stream, like what was your STEM learning back in school? I was a science stream student. I would say that the STEM in school, it, it isn't excellent, but it's certainly developing. Outside of our daily classes, there has been uh, many activities, like I myself have participated in several science projects, as well as a national chemistry quiz. 
So while I do think that our school standard for STEM isn't stellar, but I'd say we are getting there and there is improvement every day. Yes, I agree. You, Yash, I too is a STEM student and attend the national chemistry quiz before. So, Shinje, you mentioned that you were from an independent school. Is there anything like science stream or art stream there? Yeah, it uh, has a difference between the science stream and art stream. Yeah, learn a subject is different. Just out of curiosity, which subject or which stream do you think? Uh, I think the science. All right. Can you share your experience as a science stream student back then? Uh, for my experience, I learned the I mainly learned the physics, mathematics, biology, and chemistry. Yeah, instead of the upstream, I didn't learn the upstream subjects actually. I just focusing on those um science stream. Okay, thank you for Shinje and Yasha. So it's clear that our background for the three years and me today is all from science stream. So clearly, the next question, which I would direct to Yasha is, what do you think about STEM in Malaysia? So as I stated earlier, I feel like STEM is still developing in Malaysia because Malaysia does not have as highly advanced technologies and research institutes as other countries, like for example, NASA in the United States and ISRO in India. However, there has been a steady development in Malaysia has birthed some prominent STEM role models and one of mine who I really look up to is Datuk Suri Dr. Mazlan Uthman. She's Malaysia's first astrophysicist and she served as the director of the UN's Office for Outer Space Affairs in Vienna. So I do think that there are very good role models for STEM related careers in Malaysia and I hope that students will look at that instead of telling themselves that, oh, we have no prospect in Malaysia and in STEM. Yes, clearly, that is a very good indicator. And thank you for sharing. How about you, Shinji? For me, the policy of STEM education in Malaysia has its own understanding based on the Malaysian's education policy. Um, in to ensure the successful of STEM education, the preserving teachers need to be trained. Yeah, because it's a new program, so the preserving teachers need to be trained. Hence, the School of Educational Studies has taken this initiative to train these students' teacher through a program called as chemistry teaching methods course. And in this course, teachers need to plan a lesson plan using a 5E instructional module. They also need to teach based on the lesson plan through stimulated teachings in ensuring the STEM elements are successfully implemented. Thank you, Sinjia. So out of curiosity, like when was this uh, course implemented? Or can you share more about this course? Because I haven't heard before, Barry. Yeah, CJ, so yeah, can you share more about this course? Uh, this course is actually introduced in 2001 by a science administrator at the U.S. 
National Science Foundations. Yeah, then it will expand throughout the world, including the Malaysia. All right, so thank you for that. So by hearing from these two guests, yes, STEM in Malaysia is not as highly advanced as other neighboring countries or even countries from different continents, but we are, STEM in Malaysia government is taking an initiative in improving STEM, like what Shinji has mentioned, the 2001 course initiatives as well. Okay, so just let's go back in time and relate back to us. As you know, we are all undergraduate students here who have, of course, tried to think of what thing, what else to study, what should we do in our life for the future and all. So, Yasha, was there any careers that your parents want you to pursue? They did not have any specific career in mind, but I was confused for a long time whether I want to pursue STEM or law, which I'm currently studying, by the way. They, my parents did advise me on the benefits and disadvantages in choosing STEM. So what I got from my parents and the people around me is that when you choose to study a STEM-related degree, when you graduate, it will be slightly harder to find a job compared to a law degree. And I'd say that was one of the more motivating factors which I had in mind when I made my final decision. So besides that, um, I think I can say I'm lucky enough that my parents are not the type to push me to study a certain type of degree or any course so I could make the final decision on my own. How about in terms of extended family? Was there any other pressures? Uh, no, not really. I do, I do have a few cousins who did engineering, but I wouldn't say that there are much pressures from them. Well, personally speaking, maybe that's because uh, we don't really live close by each other, so I don't get to talk to them as much. But I do understand that for many other students who, especially those who live close by to their relatives, they get a lot of input. And so maybe sometimes advice from their relatives, which actually influences their final decision a lot. Thank you, Yasha, for your sharing. Shinji, how about you? Any pressures that you need to do this type of studies or anything? Uh, no, my parents didn't give me a pressure about choosing my um, future career. And she just want me to follow my interest. What is what, what, what I want to be? Yeah. So for me, the STEM project is really good because the opportunity of um job related this pro related this STEM is really um really many. Yeah, there are many uh, many opportunity according this STEM. But for me, uh, I just follow my interest lah. Thank you, Shinje, for your input. So yes, I do agree, Yasha and Shinje, that I am too blessed with parents who are open minded in me pursuing careers that are not stereotypical like doctors, lawyers, or engineers. But I have to admit, as a high school student back then with a straight A's, my teachers do and did pressure me to take jobs like doctors, for instance. They would say, oh, since you get A for bio, why don't we become doctors? So although I would say our parents' generation are quite open in terms of our career choice, but there is still pressure from maybe the older generation or people who are not so close to you. 
So thank you to Shinji and Yasha for the input. Yasha, this one asks, what do you think? Okay, there's this phenomena. I'm pretty sure if you see that the Asian top three careers, most parents want their kids to be doctors, lawyers, and engineers. And just now you mentioned that your parents advise you on things in pursuing careers in STEM. So why do you think not many Malaysians pursue STEM? So I think the biggest worry which Malaysians have is actually job security. It is, it is a fact that it is slightly more difficult to get a job in Malaysia for STEM-related fields, especially for certain courses like biophysics, astronomy, geneticists, and etc. So maybe that's why that's the what makes them worried. They are worried that they may not be able to support themselves in the future with their job in in respect of their job. And another thing which I feel is that many of the Malaysians, especially the students, they are unaware of the wide range of careers available under STEM. So usually they think when they think of STEM, they just think um working in the lab, engineering, and so on. But actually, there's many other jobs, for example, being an actuarial scientist, you know? So uh, that's what I feel. They need to be exposed to the variety of jobs under STEM. And if possible, the government and also the institutions in Malaysia need to improve the STEM field in our countries because only by doing this will more Malaysians be encouraged to pursue that as a career. Thank you, Yasha. I do agree that youth these days, including us, needs more exposure to other STEM careers outside the typical ones like doctor or engineer. You mentioned earlier ago actuarial science. So in case our listeners do not know what uh, actuarial science, can you elaborate more on that? So actual science is a studies where you apply principles of mathematics and statistics in uh, assessing risk in insurance companies and in the stock market. So it is more towards the finance and economic sector, but it is a very well-established professional job and it is also it also pays well. So for those of you who are interested in studying actuarial science, you can, you besides doing your degree, you will also have to sit for a certain number of professional papers. And once you qualify as a professional actuarial scientist, you can work in insurance companies and also as part of the stock market. Wow, thank you, Yasha, for the input. Clearly, actuarial science not only branch, can branch out further into finance and economics, so to those who are interested in this, please do try and search up and maybe pursue a career in actuarial science. Uh, so Sinje, just now I asked about like, why do you think not many Malaysians pursue STEM? Can you provide your input on this? Yes, sure. I also agree what Yasha says because it is still a developing policy education. So it might not many of the parents aware of this policy. And usually that most of the parents will have an old concept that doctor, lawyer, engineer will definitely have a high income salary. But actually the job related to the STEM is quite a lot. And the high salary also quite a lot such as the computing. So 
all computing sciences. So lack of the understanding of this test, so they may definitely don't know the benefits of STEM. That's what I experienced. Thank you, Shinji. So since we have been in this pandemic, especially for us Malaysian MCO and like stay at home lockdowns. So just now you mentioned computer science. Do you think maybe parents nowadays can see that computer science is actually a valuable field since we're all stuck at home and like doing internet learning and online learning? Yeah, sure. The computer sciences is the operations of the computer. So nowadays we are all staying home, we are using the computer. So definitely the talented people needed in this job is needed quite a lot. It's quite a high demand in the world. All right. Thank you, Shinji and Yasha. Do you guys have anything to add on since we have addressed the STEM situation in Malaysia? Maybe you can share about other opportunities that our listeners can try and pursue it as a career. Like earlier ago mentioned actuarial science and computer science and maybe astronomy. Do you have any other careers in mind regarding STEM? So I personally, I would recommend our listeners today to pursue biomedical science because those who study biomedical science are qualified to work in other fields related to biology as well, such as biotechnology. So my experience regarding to this was then when I was searching for universities to pursue my university studies in, I visited um, another local university and they told me that when you have a biomedical science degree, your options are more wide and you have a wider field to choose from. So since biomedical is a more general subject, it encompasses a lot of the other knowledge which you will learn in more specific degrees, for example, biotechnology. So what I would advise is that maybe we, those who are interested can take a degree in biomedical science and then do their specialization later on. So that way you can have a feel of how the general studies is gonna be like before being more sure of yourself and choosing what exactly you want to study. And then another thing which I'd like to add on is that besides the opportunities for STEM in STEM related careers, it is very important to uh, die down the mindset which we have that those who are starting to become a doctor, lawyer and engineer will have a very good job prospect in the future. Because if you notice nowadays in Malaysia, there is there are plenty of doctors and many of them does not have a job. So just because you st study a medical degree does not mean does not guarantee you a job in the medical field. So I think Malaysian students need to throw that opinion out of their mind and start looking at STEM. Because I'd say that even though the STEM field is still developing. And there are also plenty of opportunities for STEM in Malaysia. Thank you, Yasha. How about you, Sinjay? Any other opportunities you'd like to share to our listeners regarding STEM careers? Okay, so besides of the computing and sciences, and I would suggest the physical sciences because the physical sciences, it went into your everyday life. You. Uh, the physics, right? The physics it will describe the motions, forces, and energy of the ordinary experience. So it has uh, used the techniques 
or experimentations and scientific methods to study and measure various physical effects. It also like emphasizes the importance of learning scientific methods to make studies and draw conclusions about the matter. So I think this career is quite, um, it's, uh, for me, it's a bit difficult. Uh, and yeah, it needs more talented people join in this field as well. All right, thank you, Shinjie, for input. So, see, there's so many uh, listeners, there's so many opportunities in STEM we can pursue. But the problem is, I feel that most of us lack is, of course, exposure and like where to find all this information. So, Yasha, just now you mentioned that you visited other unis and got feedbacks from counselors regarding the fields that you're interested. So, can you share to our listeners on how do you get more information on STEM-related careers? So the first step which I would do is go on Google and try to search out all the information you need. So once you have a rough idea of the fields which you are interested in, um, you can start visiting universities. So I live in Johor, so what I did was I visited the universities near my house, like Newcastle University, which offered a wide range of STEM-related degrees. I went there during the open day. I talked to the department, the lecturers, and the counselors there. So visit the universities. Besides that, you can also uh, visit independent education agencies. Some of them, they provide free counseling for the students. Like I had a center near my home. I went there and I asked for their advice. So once you collect all this information, you will have a better idea of what each degree is about and the duration of study and all, all other informations. I would advise you to go home, take a career quiz so that you will know which career, STEM-related career is most compatible with you. And after that, um, if you still can't decide, in which STEM field to choose, what I advice is for you to go to the university's website or any other online resources and search for the modules which you will be covering in that particular degree. So when you look at the modules, you'll have a more clear view of what you are going to learn and what you are going to get from the degree. And that will help you to understand what you are going to do in the future when you work as that um, when you work in that profession. So that's my advice. Thank you, Yasha, for your sharing your experience on how you get information. Shinji, how about you? How do you get information related to STEM? For me, I personally uh, searched the Google first, um, understand the concept, the definitions of the STEM. And after that, I will uh, uh, find some such some magazine and exhibitions uh, related to this career, to this STEM career. And what I will do actually is I will need to define my career first and then try to find some introductions and explanations about the STEM subjects recording to the career. Thank you, Sinjia. So what I can definitely hear from both our guests here today is yes, Firstly, take advantage of the resources you have. And clearly, the resources that most of us are blessed to have in this era is Google, Dr. G. So if anything, that's the first thing you should, should uh, look up for. My second advice would be take ownership and be proactive, maybe around you. There are people in STEM fields. Talk to them, ask them, and learn more 
about the information you need to know before pursuing a career in STEM. So um, just another add up question for our guests. Do you think science or STEM knowledge is only applicable to STEM-related careers? Can STEM knowledge be applied outside of STEM? Anyone wants to go first? Uh, yes, I believe that STEM knowledge can be applied outside of STEM. In our daily lives, the principles which we learn from STEM, from science, technology is, and the values and the principles which we learn, we can apply in how we conduct our daily lives. Like for example, when you study science, you will learn of the many research skills and how you approach a problem and a question. And I feel that an excellent way to approach problems in our daily life is to use the same principles which we do when doing problem solving in science. So I think that's one of the ways where the what we learn in STEM can be applied in the daily world. Yes, that's absolutely relevant indeed to decision making. Sinjay, how about you? Any STEM application outside of STEM? Yeah, for me, the STEM also can apply in the uh, outside of STEM, STEM because the STEM actually is cover quite a lot of scope. And is abroad and doing when I doing my research, I know the my preferred theoretical physics are applied and is quite useful in my in my future career. I think, yeah. Know, know more about this field of knowledge. Thank you very much, Inje. So, as a science student myself, who have transitioned into social sciences uh, field of studies, I realized that my science background has provided me a set of probably a guideline for me how to approach and become more detail-oriented. And as most science and like when we are learning science back in our earlier secondary, we learn like, oh, identify problem, formulate hypothesis. That step has given me a sort of reference on how when I approach problems and be more firmer in my choice of decision-making. So yes, that is one of the heaviest application of STEM that I've related back to my life. Other thing I would say is, for instance, engineer, the knowledge you can get from studying engineer or physics is that you are more, you have more compassion and empathy for people who are building your houses, I would say. You can understand that this, like your house is not just simply built by like wood and cement and all, but this type of engineering is so detail-oriented that's teach you to become more analysis and analytic in your career and in your and how you move on with your life. So yep, and since we are nearing the end of the session, Shinjie and Yasha, do you guys have anything you wish to share to our listeners? I would like to advise all our listeners who are interested in STEM to just go for it because as we all know, the future depends on STEM, it depends on technology. And as have been predicted by many world leaders, many of the jobs in the future will be replaced by robots or artificial intelligence. So I think that working in STEM will be secure in the future and will direct create an impact on the building of the new world. So just go for it. 
Okay, for me, the opportunities of the STEM is actually quite a lot. All of this effort is to meet a de demand. So according to what situation we face now, um, roughly estimate that the, the need for the STEM-related jobs is quite a lot, which is 8.65 million workers. And it's considered quite a lot jobs that require in this area. And among these, jobs, the computing take out the higher percentage amount of jobs. But the most importantly is find your interests and define your career. And besides that, the STEM jobs do not all require higher education or even a college degree. However, it doesn't mean that you don't need to study under this job. You also need to study because uh, for your degrees is incredibly helpful salary. Thank you. Thank you, Yasha and Shinji. So yeah, to everyone here today and listening to our podcast, do take the initiative to learn more about STEM. And yeah, this now, like in our podcast, we mentioned a lot that Yasha and Shinji especially has highlighted that computer science or STEM-related fields are really high in demand, especially in our country. So if you're worried on this job security or like your future careers, do not worry, STEM is a relatively new and emerging and cost is more stable than other conventional jobs today, especially. So yeah, take the initiative to learn. Then that is from me. So yeah, thank you for joining me here today. That wraps up our podcast episode on STEM and careers. And see you all next week on our next episode where we will discuss on online learning versus physical classroom. Thank you.